So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 331. For what's the date today? It is the 2nd of January, 2022. Uh, I feel so old. Joining me this week is fellow elder person, Andrew Rowan McFain. Elder person? Yeah, we're, we're all old now. Oh. Yeah. But you're the oldest. I am the oldest. Uh, By like eight I'm, years. But I'm aging more gracefully. And we're also joined by Connor Cyberpunk Monk Bash. I'm the baby, gotta love me. You you are the baby. And of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. Uh, I will ask Aroa, where can we find you? Go to aroa.website. Perfect. Go there. It's great. Do it. it. Whatever. Connor, where can we find you? You could find me at aroa.website and one of those links that I want to bring your attention to. Really not even a link, just one of the things that we do I want to bring your attention to is Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. Go check it out. Uh, please give us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. It takes like less than a minute, and I'd appreciate it. Yeah, that'd be great. And of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reeton. Spruth, you can find me everywhere at Reeton. So Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Twitch. I do stream on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time every single Weekday, Monday through Friday. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Reeton. I'll, I'll post stuff on YouTube at some point in my life. And, of course, this podcast uh, can be found everywhere at Reeton Podcast. We're on Stitcher and Spotify. And I really need to probably address the lisp that I have right now. Um, so before we get into the games that we played, uh, just so I, I'm sure you guys know, uh, about 20 years ago, my sister knocked out my tooth with a coat. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I've been wearing what's called a flipper ever since I was like 15, 16 years old. Not to be confused with a flapper, which is something Nathan has also done since he was 15, 16 years old. Exactly. And uh, what that is is a partial denture is what a flipper is. And what I wanted since I was about that age was just a dental implant, just so I could be a normal person and, you know, talk and eat normally so I don't have to take out my tooth every time I need to go eat an apple or something. Uh, well, I started that process on, on Wednesday. And the beginning of that process is getting a bone graft because it has been so long that my tooth has been missing that some of the bone has decayed, so they had to go in and, and put a cadaver bone into my body, about uh, half a gram of cadaver bone in my body, uh, that now needs to heal. And because to facilitate that healing, at least for this week, I don't know if, you know, in a, a couple weeks if they're going to allow me to use the flipper again, uh, but at least for a week or two, I'm going to be toothless. With So you're going to hear me having a bit of a lisp uh, for my mainly the S's and the T's are are going to sound a bit more awkward uh, and that might happen for the next six to eight months 
until I actually get the full dental implant because the first part is the the bone graft. And then after the bone graft heals, then they put a a a, a screw in my mouth, basically, a post, and then let that heal for a month or two. And then after that, then they are able to uh, fit the denture on top of that. So you may notice that my words come out a bit awkward or uh, I have a little bit of a lisp. Just going to happen. Uh, I'm not embarrassed about it. but just... I do have one question for you. What's that? What was it like knocking out Trevor Burbick in 1986? <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, I, I'm assuming you're talking about Mike Tyson. Assume yes, that is talking? correct. Yeah. You used gonna, all the correct context clues. I was going to say something about uh, getting knocked out by Buster Douglas, but I, I did not have that happen to me. Not yet. Anyway, not yet. One day, one day I'm going to be like, hey, you're Buster Douglas, and you're just going to punch me in the mouth. Ow. Right? It's going to happen right after I get my denture. That's what's going to happen, my, my dental implant. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, Connor. What games have you played this week? I actually just finally finished Red Dead Redemption 2, and when I say finished it, I mean I actually finished it this time. It didn't just say the game was over and then also give me more game, which I'm not complaining about. It was a great game, and I love this game. I will remember this game. Uh, that being said, I am looking forward to the next game I play, which I'm not quite sure what it is yet. I kind of start... So I picked up the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy on Switch before everyone knew, oh, no, it's it's no good, don't buy it. So I'm stuck with it. So I started playing San Andreas the other day just because it was over New Year's and I am responsible for my own entertainment. Uh-huh. Uh, so while I was passed out on someone's couch, like 2 a.m. waiting to be sleepy enough or have the, 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 the room stop shaking enough to go to bed, I started playing San Andreas again. And boy, howdy, is that game fun. It certainly hasn't aged well, which is what I mean to say when uh, the remake wasn't done well, but it is a very accessible port. And that's all I need it to be. And I wonder how long I'll be playing it until I get bored of that as well. Well, that's good. So you got, you got, you finished Red Dead Redemption and you started playing San Andreas. Yeah. And then uh, I think I played a round of Space Station 13. I've been busy. I know. It's, it's been, it's been a week for all of us. I got a whole bunch of painting done. I have another thing I have to talk about after, after we're done going through that uh, are all the games. So, uh, let's move on to... Did you have a Warhammer Minute? No, I haven't gotten to play Warhammer. I, I'm starting the year off real well, though. I I think I've done, like, the best model I've ever done yet. I'm really proud of it. Oh, good. So you've been doing a bunch of painting. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to move on to Aroa. What games have you played this week? Uh, so uh, the game I played the most is Clue. The board oh, yeah. Game. I saw you playing that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what spurred this, but somebody in my family was like, hey, why don't we get Clue? Because it's like six bucks. So we did. And game is really, really good and remarkably well designed. Uh, especially like once you learn how to play it correctly, quote unquote correctly, uh, really changes how it all feels. Uh, the first time we played, I was really, really tired and could not think 
and I did not understand the guide that I was reading that was telling me how to play good. Uh, and it, it just, it, it felt like things were happening and I was just marking things off as they showed up. But man, was it's that, like, it's, hmm? was that Cluedo? I thought, I thought it said, or yeah. Uh, yeah. uh so I didn't know, uh, Cluedo is the actual name of the game. Oh. Uh, that's what it, that's what it was called in the UK when it was originally released. And then they changed it to clue in the Western release. I see. That makes so, sense. Yeah. But I wonder yeah. why. Uh, probably cause what the fuck does Cluedo mean? Um, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, really, really fun. Um, also spent some time in VR chat on New Year's. Uh, well, New Year's Eve watched the the ball drop in VR chat, and by watched the ball drop, I mean uh, somebody went, "Hey, there's a countdown going on. What the fuck does that mean?" And then we realized, "Oh yeah, it's the it's the New Year thing." Okay, that's cool. Um, and uh, also played Escape from Tarkov. Uh, made me uh. Very frustrated. The game is really, really frustrating. Isn't that just a battle royale game? Is that what that is? No. Oh, okay. That was so. I guess. I guess kind of, in a way. Um, it is definitely its own thing. Um, probably has more akin to, uh, with a roguelite in some ways. Uh, so you have a character that is persistent. So, uh, like over time you can gain skills, uh, by doing certain actions over and over again. So it is the, the oblivion style leveling up. Um, but then you also have a persistent inventory. So, uh, at your hideout, which was something, I guess they added like uh, last year or something, not 2020. it, It seemed like it was fairly new, but, uh, you, you have a hideout where like all of your inventory is stored and you can like upgrade that hideout with items that you find out in the world. Um, but every time you go out into the world, you pick a map to go to and then it plays out kind of like a battle royale match, but there's no like encroaching circle. It's just you run around this this large battlefield esque map uh looking for stuff to scavenge um but the thing is if you die while you're out there everything that you brought with you is dropped yeah uh and so part of the strategy with that is to ensure your shit before you go out there and then if you are in a situation where you are pretty sure that you're fucked what you can do is throw all of your shit into your backpack and then hide your backpack somewhere. And then the insurance uh, agent will go out and hopefully retrieve that because if somebody picks up your backpack or well, picks up your shit, it's gone. Well, that yeah. your insurance doesn't, doesn't cover it. Um, so like you, you have that persistent character in the persistent inventory and like, you're trying to go in get shit 
uh, kill some AI enemies, maybe one or two human enemies, but they're really scary to be around. So I try to avoid them at all costs. And then you have to find an extraction point and get the fuck out so that you can then go back, upgrade your base and open up new things that you can do. Uh, On top of that, there's an entire fucking economy because with shit being so limited, there's got to be some kind of auction house, right? So, like, there's even this other level of, like, looking for rare items and not even using them, but reselling them on the auction house and then using your rubles to buy shit that you actually need. And there's even, like, a stock market aspect of it where, like, you, you buy shit whenever it's cheaper and then, like, values will change and you'll resell them later. It's incredible, like, how much depth there is but then at the same time, it's such a fucking pain in the ass to actually play the game. Um, And thankfully there is a second play mode where you are a scav, which is the AI uh, enemies. Um, You can, you can play as one of those where you get a randomized inventory. And if you die, that's it. The scav's dead and you lose everything that you picked up, but you also don't cause any loss to the shit you already had. Because it's not your character. They should have another mode where you play the insurance agent. That would be kind of neat, actually. Where you're, you're the one, like, you get a, like, that could be another way to make some money as you're going out there and trying to get the backpacks for the people. That would be pretty cool, especially, like, especially if that character didn't have, like, any weapons or anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, And... Uh, also, the scav thing—you uh, can only do that once every twenty minutes. Oh. So it incentivizes, like, still playing the game the normal way, so that you can't just keep doing scav runs over and over. And there are some other nuances here and there that make it more difficult to just kind of go in and get out. Uh, but yeah, I really, really like that game. It's just balls fucking hard, especially playing solo. I imagine with a team, it's a lot more interesting. Is it free to play? Because as you know, I am okay with playing with friends, unlike you. (laughs) Uh, No, it's uh, $25, I think. That's not terrible. I wonder if it's on sale, too, because it 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 is is. a Steam sale. It is on sale for $25. Oh, okay. Uh, It is not on Steam, by the way. You cannot buy it on any marketplace. It is only available at escapefromtarkov.com. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, uh, did you play anything else? Anything? You Tarkov, Cluedo, um, some Dreamcast games. Dreamcast played games. Of, played a bunch of Dreamcast games on my Switch. Oh, nice. nice. Did you get it hacked? Oh yeah, my Switch has been hacked been for a hacked. while. Yeah. Oh okay. I have. I haven't done that. I have like the. I got the day one Switch. I just yeah, haven't hacked it. Yeah, uh, it's. It's really, really easy, honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm just lazy, and I have a computer. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> you know, I don't really need to, I don't need, need to hack it. I already got, like, I hacked my, I hacked my Xbox, my original Xbox, because at the time, there's, like, no good Xbox emulator. They're starting, they're still starting to get it working well. Uh, But 
you know, like I wanted to play Knights of the Old Republic on my on my Xbox, and uh, I had to do that because I'm not going to play the mobile port, and the Steam version kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but like you know, the Switch is already has a good emulator for it. Uh, it's and yeah, but, it's yeah. it's not great. It's not <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Uh, but. You know, it's it's already way better, right? Way further ahead than the Xbox was at this point in the Xbox life. Because it's some already reason... better than what the Xbox emulation state is right now. That's so, true. Yeah, the Xbox 360 emulates better than the original Xbox does. That's true. Anyway, uh, what what was your favorite dream? Let's not talk about all of them. What was your favorite yeah. Dreamcast game to play on there? Well, it's not. It's not really fair to say my fa- what my favorite is because it's Sonic Adventure, but yeah. uh, I had a lot of fun playing MDK2 yesterday. Mm. Right. Uh, you, you know what that is? No. So that uh, is a Bioware game uh, with a like retro future aesthetic, uh, sort of akin to The Outer Worlds. Okay. Um. But it also, since it was released in the early 2000s, has like a a hardcore like drum and bass kind of soundtrack. Uh, and you play as three different characters, depending on the mission. One is a guy in like a latex suit that has a chain gun for an arm. Um, one is a six legged dog where his gimmick is that he can equip four different guns at the same time. And oh. one is the scientist who made the six-legged dog, and his levels play almost like a weird third-person shooter point-and-click adventure game where you have to combine items together in the world to create weapons. Uh, and like the first level that you play as him, you make a toaster that shoots radioactive toast. Oh, good. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so you're liking it. Yeah, yeah. I played the fucking demo like a billion times when I was a kid. So to finally play the full game is really cool. And I actually found it. I found the PC version uh, at Goodwill a while back and never actually got to play it because I don't have a disk drive. So this is an alternative. What were you going to say, Connor? I was just going to ask if he's played Power Stone on it yet. No, I should though. You're right. I hear. I need to play Ill Bleed too. I don't. We'll come back next week when Aroa is uh, hopelessly addicted to Shenmue, because the uh, (laughs) the quality of that game being portable might just be a uh, a second wind for it. You're right. Anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to me. What games I played this week? Uh, I already told you about my uh, my dental implant, the the bone graft, even with insurance. $800, $800, by the way, for a bone Jesus. graft. Yep. Uh, to be you know, fair, even in I... Canada, it would cost a lot. Yeah. They don't, they don't have dental. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, the, the problem is dental implants, even if you go to different countries, it's not... It might cost cheaper, like in Canada or in Germany or something, but it, it costs so much to go over there that it's not going to be worth it. Uh I've looked. Trust me, I've been looking for years to try to get one of these. Uh, so that was eight hundred dollars. Uh, Why don't you just while... put a screw into your tooth? No, 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 
No. <laughs> take a uh, just take a drill, drill it directly into your tooth, top down, straight into the bone, straight so into anyway. the bone. Uh, you no. have a bone tooth so, or, or, or screw tooth rather, three D printed tooth, resin. Yeah. Tooth. Yes, resin. I want that in my resin mouth. tooth. No. Uh, so while he was while he he got that done. And he and I had another. I had a filling that he wanted to, to he wanted to take out the filling that I currently had, and put a gold filling in. And Why so, because uh, apparently it lasts like twenty years. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's expensive. Yeah, it was like five hundred dollars, um, with insurance. I should just get one made out of resin like mine. Uh, because this works, and uh, it, I got it done, and it, it's really good. And I right. actually ran into one of his former dental assistants, like, right after I left. I went to the thrift store, and one of his former hey. dental assistants was there. And she's like, no. He still practices? He's a no, no, no. man. No, she was like, no, he does amazing work. And that gold implant or that gold uh, filling you got will never break. And she was like, he's an asshole to work for, but he does – do really good work. And I was like, wow, that's not, because like he fired her apparently and she's still talking his praises about how good of a dentist he is. So apparently he knows what he's doing, so I'll just pay the money, it's fine. But then I had another game I played where uh, I think I told you guys last week my car was broken. Mm -hmm, uh, I recall. And, and that game was uh, pl paying $1,200 to have my car fixed. What? happened i forgot the inverter went out in my car uh, uh and apparently oh. that is a big problem with that particular series of prius where i was reading about it and they're like oh yeah the inverter will give you no warning that it's going bad and then just one day your car won't start and i was like that's exactly what happened to me you uh, know so I non non hybrid people would would be like 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 people who hate hybrid cars would be like oh, you don't have that problem in a, in a regular car, but you do. You do. Uh, I mean, you you have you don't you don't have an inverter, but you do have uh, uh shit. I forgot what the parts called the thing that charges the battery. The alternator. Uh, yeah, you still have an there's alternator. A, there's so. an alternator in there's an alternator in uh, Prius as well. Uh, well yeah. But, but but I'm saying like you, you still have the same fucking situations where like yeah. you have parts that are really important that will suddenly explode in yeah. petroleum cars too. Um. So anyway, th there were two parts that were bad. There was one that was the the battery relay, um, and then there was the inverter. And looking online, I was scared because the guy said the inverter was bad, and I was like, ah, oh, because it's like six fifty for just the inverter, not including labor. Uh, but he was able to find it for three fifty, uh, and get the battery relay changed, and uh, that should have cost me about twenty five hundred dollars, and he did it for twelve. So, not really upset about that. But anyway, I spent a lot of money this week. Uh, so support us on Patreon. No, uh, we do not have a Patreon. But uh, why don't we? Uh, because we don't have enough listeners. We have listeners. like four listeners. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. The, the, the Clinton score classic. What year is your Prius? 2010. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there Curious. were apparently a lot of recalls on the 2010 Prius. Uh, anyway, I for the games that I actually played, uh, pretty standard. Played some Halo, 
uh, tried to get Oroa to play Halo, and he's like, if you buy it for me, I'll like, it's free to play. <laughs> I forgot it was free to play. Because I was like, maybe, no, wait, it's free to play, you jackass. Um, <laughs> and, and there's not... And now, now, if you were like, "Hey, let's let's play the co-op together," you have to buy that for me. I would understand, but it's free to play, and it's on Game Pass, which you should have. Everybody should have it. And uh, I played some uh, Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous, and I really like that game. Uh, you beat really it yet? Good. No, I want it to end. I want it to be done. <laughs> uh, but I and I'm usually not somebody who cares so much about the side quests you guys know that like i'm just uh, I'll, I'll get like 40 hours into a game and be like i'm gonna beat it and just kind of ignore the side quests but like a companion will be like hey can you help me and i'll be like fine oh and then i you know spend two hours helping them kill a demon or something uh so yeah it's uh, i'm close there are five chapters and i'm I think I'm at the end of chapter four, and I think the fifth chapter is is the shortest chapter. But I still got probably a week or two uh, streaming before I'm actually done with it, and that will be my first game beaten of 2022. Uh, just so you know, I'm about 78 hours into the game. It's a very long game. That's too much. It 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 uh, it's a bit much. It's a bit much. Uh, but I'm starting to feel like I'm actually uh, doing damage, which is nice. Like I'm able to hit the enemies because as as uh, Connor knows from our, our games with Clinton's Core Classics, you'll feel pretty powerful for a while and then the DM will just throw things that are like four levels higher than you and you can't hit them and it sucks. Right, Connor? Man, I, I don't know if anyone who's listening to this also listens to Clinton's Core Classics, but I've been editing a fight with Azaven for like the last month. Clinton is, uh, he's a cheating motherfucker. <laughs> but yes, uh, a lot yeah. of times you'll be just doing your thing, you think you're powerful, and then a fight shows up and it's like, sorry, uh, three-fourths of the party needs to die now. Yeah, the paladin, uh, by the way, uh, not good against touch attacks, and then they'll just throw enemies with tons of touch attacks at, at the paladin, and he dies. It's fun. It's good times. Anyway... Uh, yeah, so I, uh, and also with Halo, I, I played that and I know, I know Aroa hasn't played it, but I think that the pistol is, is overpowered. Um, you can shoot that thing incredibly quickly. Uh, and I think I, I hate to say that people are cheating, but the guy that I was facing had 23 kills and 17 of them were headshots with a pistol. He would just snap around a corner and just tap his mouse as fast as possible or right trigger and just get like five perfect shots on your head uh, to the point where in close range, you could have an assault rifle and they have a pistol just spamming it and you die. It's, it's a little overpowered. So uh, it's, repl it's replicating Halo 1 pretty well in that aspect. Anywho, let's move on, and we're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, who here was ex eagerly awaiting Final Fantasy 16? Huh? Crickets, crickets, crickets. Yeah, yeah, don't everybody speak up at once. I 
will probably play Final Fantasy 16 because I have um bad taste now. Yeah. Uh no, it's not even that. I don't even like like I hated Final Fantasy 15. It was not a good game. Hated the combat. Didn't I don't remember anything about the story. Uh but I I I'll play it. Uh but it got delayed by about 6 months uh due to uh this thing that's happening for the last two years called COVID-19. Three years now? Okay. COVID-2022. Um, yeah. Uh, so they came out with a message from the producer, which basically said, hey, uh, COVID sucks, and uh, we're going we're gonna to get this developed for the PlayStation 5, but we're, uh, we're just waiting, and we're going to delay this game by about six months which is understandable. And honestly, I we've spoken about it before. I would prefer a game get delayed for a few months than come out in a broken state. Because, you know, there are a lot of games that come out in broken states. Um, it says, We have spent much time of 2021 addressing this pandemic issue and hope to... And hope to see its impact to a minimum by the new year, allowing us to better focus on tasks at hand, increasing graphic resource quality, refining combat mechanics, uh, fleshing out individual battles, putting the finishing touches on cutscenes, and conducting overall graphic optimization. Which is, you know, of course, what Aroa's favorite word is. The plan optimization. Is now, uh, the plan is now to do a reveal in spring 2022. And release the game sometime after that. I like that. We're going to reveal it, and then it'll be released eventually. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Imagine if we did that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to say that we're going to do a podcast, and then uh, we'll, we'll have one out in, like, eight months? Something like that? That'll be fine. Nathan, that's all I ever do. Oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> that is. Uh, where's that Hulk Hogan video that you're supposed to be doing? Yeah, uh, it's on the back burner, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's falling off the burner. It's now sitting in the corner. Right, right. Um, let's let's move on. Uh, obviously, neither of you really care about Final Fantasy uh, sixteen. Oh, not I, even I, a little bit. I really, I, you guys have seen. You didn't even post the link. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> did I? <laughs> you put the headline and no link. Oh, I must have uh, fucked up on that. Give me just a second to, to fix okay, that. Not that it matters, but... I'm pa fixing it for me. Uh, but Final Fantasy um, 15 was... Uh, I, I, did either of you play that game? Yep. No. Uh, what were your thoughts on the combat system, Connor? It was cinematic and stupid. Okay. Oh, look yeah, at all I these maps the demo. you could fly around in... Uh, and then when you're not doing that, you could drive around in this world that looks very big, but doesn't really have much to do in it. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and my, yeah. my biggest thing about it is I never felt in control of the combat. It always felt just to watching me, it happen. Yeah. It always felt to me that things were happening around me uh, and it looked pretty, but I didn't really enjoy it. It was a, Worse version of like the Kingdom Hearts three combat, yeah, which is already not fun. Yeah, Correct. yeah, it's not. It's 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 very again very cinematic. I felt a bit more control in Kingdom Hearts, but yeah, yeah, I, control I, is in you wait for the triangle button to appear. You press the triangle button. Yeah, 
Uh, but I'm hoping that sixteen is is better combat. But I'm not holding my breath. Look at the fucking Final Fantasy VII remake combat. It's also crap. But is there a mod for Kingdom Hearts three on PC that lets you turn off the fucking amusement park rides? I don't oh, know. No. I'm I feel I'm like sure that would is. that wouldn't fix the combat, but it would make it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about Intel graphics. Those uh those notoriously good things. Um basically Intel is coming out with their Alchemist GPUs rumored to launch in March and they will take on the 3060 and 3070 and probably be $14,000. Um, Wait, really? Oh, no, right. No, Cuz no, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's scalpers. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I get it. I get um, I got gotcha. you. It says here from TechSpot, thanks to new rumors allegedly published on the EPX review forums, we might finally have an answer to that question. EPX review, uh, for the unaware, is a Chinese tech news site that emphasizes PC hardware coverage, including reviews, benchmarks, and leaks. According to the site, Intel's Alchemist architecture is set to launch with several models sometime in March 2022. A January release was reportedly planned, but I'd be pushed back by a couple of months. Uh, I wonder if it's because of that pandemic. In any case, mm. Q1 is still on the table, apparently. Intel's planned offerings include three discrete GPUs and five laptop GPUs, mostly variants of the desktop cards. The desktop line will house the Intel XE HPG 512EU, the 384EU, uh, and the 128EU. Uh, execution units, I think, is what that means. Yeah. Uh, the 128 is rumored to launch with 1,024 ALUs. No idea what that is. Uh, six gigs of VRAM, a 75 watt TGP, and a 96 bit memory bus. Intel is hoping that 128 EU will be able to take on NVIDIA's GTX 1650. Ooh, they're aiming high on that one. Well, um, it is, it's a low end one, so that yeah. makes sense. But with uh, ray tracing support something the 1650 and 1650 Super don't have. Understandably so, given the performance hit that comes with uh, turning on such features, base clock speeds will probably cap out about 2.5 gigahertz. The high-end model, the 512 edge execution unit, is set to ship with 16 gigs of VRAM, 4,096 ALUs. Do you know what an ALU is? Uh, uh, nope. Logic units? I don't know. Uh, 256 memory... A uh, 256-bit memory bus, a TGP of 225 watts. Uh, it's a math more. unit. Yeah. An arithmetic logic oh. unit. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, rumored clock, crock, rumored clock speeds, uh, also maxing out about 2.5 gigahertz. The blue team is uh, positioning this model as a competitor to the 3070 and 3070 Ti, and the middle of the road one, the 384 EU, uh, will take on the 3060. And 3060 Ti with 192 memory, uh, bit memory butts, uh, up to 12 gigs of RAM, and a TGP of around 200 and 3072 ALUs. Um, I am interested in this. And one of the comments here I read about uh, was Note to hardware reviewers when it finally arrives please include encode, decode, and content productivity comparisons alongside yeah. the usual gaming 
FPS benchmarks. Any info on viable alternative to NVEC and CUDA are much appreciated, as AMD definitely plays a second fiddle in this space. Uh, In-depth exploration of Deep Link most appreciated. Pretty please. Now, I I kind of agree with that because they have Intel has their QuickSync. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they would be able or if they're going to they're probably not going to but it would be neat if they put quick sync onto these graphics cards i think they'd be foolish not to i would i would totally do it like that that would make so much sense especially if you have like an amd processor that doesn't have quick sync uh and put that put quick sync on there so that you're able to enable it and uh get some you know better performance when streaming and I, I may be bullshitting here, uh, but I feel like I remember the QuickSync uh, encoder, well, the, the chip, being part of the GPU die. It I is. may be wrong. It yeah. is. So um, it wouldn't make much sense for them to not include it unless they like completely re-architectured how they do GPUs for this form factor. And I, I somehow doubt that that's what they did. I'm assuming they just took what they do on their on their integrated GPUs and just scaled it up. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's architectural differences, but I mean, yeah, yeah, but like, look at the power usage on these things compared to what the actual like 3070 power usage is. Like the yeah. the what is it, what is it, TDP T, they call it a TGP. I don't know what the fuck the difference is, but the, the power right. usage is is like way lower than than what the the nvidia's offerings require so it it, they're definitely still doing the the normal intel thing of make everything really power efficient even if it's not the fastest thing yeah i i hope that these come in uh, some of the rumors that i've heard are that they're actually going to sell these fairly cheap obviously msrp uh, scalpers, all that jazz, but uh, the the theory is that they want to sell them for cheap to get them in gamers' hands. Yeah, uh, I can see and that. then and 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 they do that all the time with with all sorts of products. You you put a product out for cheap, see how the you get the people interested in the product, and then you start improving your profit margin over time. Yeah, and so I mean, if it had. I have a I have a 1050 Ti in my computer, but if I was able to get one of those, uh, let's say they do come out with QuickSync on it, and it's like 200 bucks for the low end one, like two to 300 bucks for the low end one, uh, and you're able to get it, and it has QuickSync, I would I would throw one of those into my streaming computer. Uh, uh, another interesting thing in kind of in line with that. Uh... Nvidia has a reputation for having terrible driver support on yeah, Linux. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh Intel I I don't quite know the the comparison there, but I'm pretty sure just by the nature of of Intel's business, they probably have better driver support on on Linux. So, I, I wonder I wonder if uh that could kind of be something for them where they, they're able to kind of push forward by utilizing the Linux market with their GPUs, as long as they do decent driver support on that side. 
I, yeah, I, I would like that. I just, any more uh, competition in this particular space is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and also, another thing we need to do, uh, it's kind of a tangent, but kind of not, we need to end the fucking tariffs on graphics cards. Please. Yeah, that'll, that is, that'll help. That, I can't believe, like, I, I, it wasn't this administration that did it, but this administration can end it, and they really need to do that because whenever 20, they fucking want to, yeah, whenever they could just do it, a twenty-five percent tariff on all graphics cards coming into the United States from China, which I don't know if you know this, all of the graphics cards in the United States come from China, and yeah, so. Like that we, that you you're not moving that manufacturing over to the U.S. anytime no. soon. Like we, it, it, that's just not how that works. We were already getting boned by scalpers, and 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 not even just scalpers, but like Newegg and EVGA raising their prices. Like then they throw a twenty five percent tariff on that a year ago. That's bullshit. Uh, so you get you take a a. You know, I think the the thirty seventy is supposed to be six hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. It's five hundred four ninety nine, and then you throw another twenty five percent tariff on that. Are you thinking that that's not going to raise prices to seven hundred dollars? Obviously, it's going to. Uh it's it's absolutely abysmal, and they need to end that immediately. Uh, that was the worst uh tariff I've ever seen in my life, uh, and there are other goods that do not have a 25% tariff, like they increased it by 10 or 15%. But the, of course, the graphics cards were at 25% because the fucking people in charge don't know how computers work. It's very upsetting. Um, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about LastPass. There are six, was it six or five? Five stories that Aroa brought up this week. He was very diligent, and I want to <laughs> thank him for that. Uh, stuff just kept coming up. So. Yeah. I was going to bring this up, but you, you got to it first. LastPass has warned that their master passwords are compromised. That seems like not a good thing. <laughs> it seems like something that shouldn't even be fucking possible, doesn't it? Like, why? How How did people get users master passwords if they're not stored on a server somewhere yeah almost like they're probably stored on a server somewhere now LastPass did say uh they don't think that uh these users accounts were were invaded but like nobody nobody hacked LastPass according to LastPass uh that this was probably a case of credential stuffing where these users uh, use their master password in multiple locations because, of course, somebody who's proactive enough to use a password manager would reuse the same password in multiple locations. That's... I mean, that, I could see that happening. I mean, I, I, I could yeah. see that happening, I guess, on a lot of users starts to get kind of sus. Uh, but what's really sus is that there are multiple users who are saying they changed their master password and then their account got logged in. Well, there was an attempt at logging into their account again after that. Interesting. 
almost as if somebody has a back door into some database where these particular users are stored or something. Yeah, methinks that hole hasn't quite been plugged just yet. Probably yeah. not. So LastPass is trying to say that there's there's no actual problem here on, on their side. And that if anything, they, they even followed up and said, well, it, it, probably some of the login warnings, they were just, it was an error. They were, they were real. Uh, also, look, <laughs> like, back up you can here. only deny, deny for so long here. Yeah. Let's back up here. We spoke about this months ago. Don't use LastPass. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but it, it, are... I thought the timing on this was fantastic because we had just spoken about how like LastPass can eat a dick and yeah. they're kind of the worst option that you have right now for a password manager. Uh, if that wasn't enough, this should be enough to tell you maybe LastPass shouldn't be your option. Maybe you should export your shit and throw it into something else. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. Just export it. That's what I did. I, I switched over to Bitwarden. I know you use a different one, but they're essentially the same. And yeah. uh, it's good. And I'm really liking Bitwarden. Like, yeah, it, like... I I would prefer to use something. I would prefer to use Bitwarden, honestly, because then I could have control over it. But one uh, password has a pretty good way, thing going, and uh, they they can't prove it, obviously, because that would mean open sourcing their shit. And what company wants to fucking do that for whatever reason? Yeah. Um, but they have said that like the moment that anything like what is happening to LastPass right now happened, uh, everyone and, and their mother would fucking know about it. So, like, they're going to do everything that they can to make that not happen. So right. I, I tend to trust that the... I don't think it was the CEO, but it was someone high up on the 1Password forums. That was their response to why they don't have, like, everything open sourced. Uh, but yeah, I trust them. I trust their the way that they do things. Uh, with having a two-key system so that you have a key and they have a key and those keys combine together to unlock your account. Uh, I think that's a really cool idea. Um, yeah. It's a lot better than this. That's good. Uh, let's, yeah, don't don't use LastPass. It's, it's, Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, it's objectively the worst. I yeah. wish we were sponsored. That'd be awesome. But no, we are not. I think one, one password does sponsorships. Well, yes, but not for the people who get 12 views an episode. Well, uh, but I'm also saying I, don't, I just don't think that they do. Oh, okay. We're going to move on, and we're going to talk about... Oh, <laughs> oh, the human race. Um, so I was going to post this one, but uh, Aroa <laughs> did beat me to it. I, so. I saw this well, as well. I saw this as well. Um, Apple News getting all the good shit. Apparently. No, this is 9 to 5 Mac. No, I, yeah, but all of these, I posted Apple News links because I yeah. just, all of them come into my Apple News feed because oh, I'm a okay. fucking plebeian. So there's a thing called TikTok. I, I've, I will never <laughs> download TikTok. It's uh, cringy. It's awful. It's terrible. And my girlfriend uses it, uh, but I, I love I, TikTok. I'm, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of it. I love it. Uh, apparently, there are challenges that they do on TikTok, like, Putting your penny into a light socket. Um, which, by <laughs> yeah, the way, well, don't, no. don't do. No, that that's not the challenge. Uh, 
Just, oh. just give me just a second here. It's but, no, it's plug. It's plug something into an electrical outlet and then expose the pins enough to where you can put a penny on top of them. Oh, <laughs> that's so much better. Yeah. One time when I was about eight, uh, my grandma had like a really loose um, outlet. And so she's like, unplug the Christmas tree. And I was like, okay. And so I went and grabbed it and my finger hit the, uh, the, the metal as it was coming out and uh, shocked myself pretty damn good. And it was not fun. Apparently there's a TikTok challenge where you put a penny on exposed electrical outlets <laughs> for some reason. And Alexa <laughs> and, and and some some girl, I think it was a girl, was like, Hey, give us a physical challenge, Alexa. And Alexa's like, Hey, you ever hear about this TikTok challenge? <laughs> Why don't you put a penny on an electrical plug, you fucking stupid kid? Kill yourself. Yeah. The results will be shocking. <laughs> and uh thankfully it's it does says here uh the child's parent explained on twitter we were doing some physical challenges like laying down and rolling over holding a shoe on your foot okay uh from a phys ed teacher on youtube earlier bad weather outside she just wanted another one um oh yeah yeah here's then, here's the actual quote alexa said as here's something i found on the web according okay. to ourcommunitynow.com the challenge is simple Plug in a phone charger about halfway into a wall outlet, then touch a penny to the exposed prongs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so Amazon quickly should have had that, that Alexa bug where it randomly laughed happen after that. That would <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, the quote is pulled not from the website encouraging the challenge, which spread around social media last year, but from the uh, from this page, which is entitled. Watch out, parents. The viral outlet challenge has kids doing the unthinkable. Uh, I think I did read this, and the little girl was like, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> she's, like, she's, like ten, she's like 10, and she's like, no, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not dumb. Uh, so, of course, they did remove it. Uh, that just It's bad, and I wonder if there's going to be any lawsuits against this, because clearly... This isn't going to be the first person who got this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's almost something... almost like you shouldn't let your kids use these things unattended. Yeah. Because they're they're not good. Uh, but yeah. Uh, by also, the way, that don't... TikTok art or that challenge article was originally posted in 2020, and mm -hmm. then it started making rounds again uh, earlier on there. Well, not this year, but I guess later last year. Well, and there's many uh, of those many of those TikTok things are. Uh are kind of dangerous like yeah the 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 hacks to get stuff done uh can be dangerous uh, those those uh eating tide pods eating tide pods those uh linking those in five, dangerous situations yeah those five minute crafts videos those also can be dangerous oh yeah like oh, oh yeah most of them are are fake uh, and the ones that do work are usually stolen from other people Hey, uh, hey, you know what you shouldn't do? Don't don't microwave an egg. Don't microwave it's an egg. It's a bad idea. Don't put like one of the things is how to make uh caramel in a microwave. Yeah. Where you put the cream in and then you just like let it be in the microwave for 5 minutes. Don't do that. That's Are bad. You, 
Do you also watch Anne Reardon? I do. My God. We have such similar tastes. It's weird. Well, actually, actually, Katie's the one that watched, watches her. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I just, I like those particular videos. Yeah, yeah. I watch, I watch those videos from her. Anyway, uh, she's good. <laughs> but yeah, don't do stuff like that. It's bad. It's a bad uh, thing to do. So uh, most the time, if you're, if you're watching like a TikTok how-to or something like that, it's, it's usually bullshit. And then if there's any challenges where you have to plug a metal thing into an outlet that isn't supposed to go into the outlet, don't do it. It just doesn't. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't do any real investigating, but I'm kind of curious as to like whether it, it was one of those like completely blown out of proportion things that kind of make rounds every once in a while. It's possible. Um, because it's just so ridiculous but then again eating tide pods was a real thing so yeah you want to hear some news news yeah when do we talk about news i don't know tumblr's still alive i didn't know that holy shit uh tumblr ios app blocks hundreds of search terms as it seeks to avoid an apple ban so yeah uh we've got a few we're not we're not going to read through all hundreds of them because they're not listed here Otherwise, we would. Because um, there's the, like 400 of them. Some of the banned terms seem inexplicable, like about, uh, like about Donate and Razor. So about Donate and Razor, while others block searches that might be conducted in the uh, form of those need, who, who need help. Addiction, anorexia, anti-Semitism, bipolar, bulimia, depression, domestic abuse, eating disorder, insomnia, mental illness, misogyny, racism, sexism, sexual harassment, suicide prevention, and xenophobia. Mm-hmm. Zen and the art of xenophobia. Um, it says that, Tumblr says that they're taking these um, measures because of blog access. If you tap on the blog through the iOS Tumblr app that is flagged as explicit due to these changes, you'll see the same message as above and will not be able to access that blog. And then also yep. the dashboard for iOS users under stuff for you and following sections within the dashboard, you may see fewer suggestion posts based on the changes being made. So um, this yeah. is related to something that I believe we talked about a couple of times uh, with Discord. Um, okay. Discord had to, I'm pretty sure it was, it was sometime in 2021, uh, had to ban the ability to access, uh, NSFW Discord servers on iOS. It was originally even NSFW channels within normal Discord servers. Uh, but they were able to work around that with Apple. Uh, it sounds like Tumblr is doing as Tumblr has done ever since they uh, got sold to whoever owns them now. Is it is it still Yahoo? I can't remember. I don't um, know. In any case, uh, yeah, this is just them trying to trying to save whatever profitability is left on the Tumblr platform by doing everything that Apple could possibly have a problem with by taking away access to that. Yeah. I'm uh, not, I'm not, I've never been a huge fan. Same thing with like Tumblr and TikTok and stuff. I've just never been a huge fan of them, but I like Tumblr, uh, as a concept. I, 
I think it's a I think it's a fine platform. Um but it's the management on top of it is just kind of shite nowadays. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um but yeah, so yeah, I remember when the not safe for work stuff came out for Discord and we spoke about that where they had to do a lot of stuff to make it viable in in the Apple ecosystem, which is good and bad, but I think that Apple should have less of a nanny state on your on what you can do with your device. Maybe yeah, that's, that's that's kind of the other part of this is that like man, Apple, if you want me to switch to Android, this is a really good way of convincing me because this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, I get that Steve Jobs said way back in fucking, like, 2008 or some shit that, like, if you want porn, you go to Android. We don't have porn on this platform. Yeah. But, like, fuck off, you know? Like... Like, stop telling your users how to live their goddamn lives. I, I And I get, like, trying to keep people from having access to eating disorder shit, especially on Tumblr, because Finspo is, like, a really prominent problem on oh, Tumblr. There, Always a, has been. There's a girl that I have seen. I don't, obviously don't follow her on Tumblr, but I've seen pictures of her online where she is just incredibly unhealthy skinny and there are people who support her and Eugenia I, Cooney? yeah i think that's who it is and yeah. i i, I want to say she probably blocks people who uh you know tell her the truth that she is needs to eat um and 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 obviously if somebody's being hateful about it uh, but if they're actually looking out for for her well being, and she gets rid of those comments, because you look through her comment section, and it's just people being like, "Oh my God, you're so pretty, you're so good looking," and it's like you're you. She's you not. Can't in, you can't encourage that kind of behavior. She's not. No. But you can't encourage that kind of behavior, and I I understand that you need to, uh, get rid of stuff like that that might encourage people to live an unhealthy lifestyle like that like no offense Oroa I'm not gonna look at you and be like man you look so good and healthy like um but you're you're you know you're the opposite but we need we, we you need people that aren't going to my belly weighs as much as a human child <laughs> but uh and I'm not trying to be mean. You, no, you know I, you're a big I, guy. You're succeeding, but you're not trying. Yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why I, I made that joke. Like I'm making it apparent that, like, yeah, like being yeah. fat's not okay. I, I've never been one of those fat people who are like, you, you should be mean to fat people just because you're fake. You gotta accept people for how they are. But, but it's like, what am I also supposed to like not tell people to stop smoking because it's the same fucking thing, you know? Like, it's still a life choice that you've made. It's mm -hmm. still a problem that you have. Like, e even even if you're you're trying to do something about it, like, you'd need that kind of support. Now, I'm not saying that you should walk up to somebody who's smoking and tell them that they should fucking off themselves instead of smoking or whatever. Like, like 
I'm not saying go out and be rude to people, right. but I am saying that you shouldn't normalize it. You shouldn't well, normalize bad behaviors like that, a behavior that is objectively bad for you. Well, and you shouldn't, that, that's my thing. You shouldn't encourage it. And I can see why Tumblr would want to get rid of that discouragement or, or I'm sorry, that encouragement. Um, but it, it's obvious that they're not trying to actually do anything about it on a platform level because they're only doing this on the iOS app. They're yeah. purely doing it to make Apple happy. And yeah. my part of or my thinking on that is that Apple should not be able to have the, that kind of control over what is on their marketplace I, agree. I, I i feel like at the level that apple is at it's the same as as google people would be fucking livid if it turned out that google was blocking these sorts of search results because it's like well we don't want we don't want these kind of websites visible from our platform which they they kind of do do that in certain situations but just just saying as an example right. uh like normal people would be fucking pissed about that. And I don't think anybody's going to be pissed about this because the only people who are affected are people who use Tumblr and they're not normal. And, uh, and, and they kind of, Tumblr went off the I have the like deep six end. Tumblr blogs just putting it out there. Don't yeah. come at me. Uh, Tumblr has kind of died because, as, as I alluded to earlier, because they got rid of porn. Yeah. 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 Uh, sexual content and and so it's not even just that they got rid of porn because yes that was a big impact but it was that their automated porn filter bullshit uh is terrible like worse than content id fucking terrible at identifying shit marked wow. several of my posts which are just pictures of me fully clothed <laughs> as possible sexual content like, no, nobody would ever think that a naked picture of you was possible sexual content. Like, like one of them, I was, I was in a fucking trench coat. Like I was more dressed than I normally am. And it thought that I was naked. So yeah, great job or Tumblr. You were in you your edge too mode. much for the filters. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to move on from this, this story. And we're going to talk about a sad, sad death for blackberry devices what's what's up with blackberry so um you may remember that the last blackberry device that probably anybody cared about um was running i, I think it was just running straight android they didn't even bother mm -hmm. using blackberry os anymore nope um blackberry uh previously the the god emperor of the what i think it was the blackberry priv p-r-i-v priv uh Something oh yeah like yeah shit i wasn't even talking about that i was talking about the fucking uh the passport i oh. think it was called oh right no god. they had they had a, a or, no the key the key and the key too those were mm -hmm. the last ones anybody actually gave a shit about because i think the priv came after that but like by that yeah. time that blackberry was just like who fucking cares it's just a phone with a blackberry logo on it right. um but no um like blackberry was was the fucking phone for the longest time like if you're if you are rich or otherwise think yourself that important you had a blackberry uh and then like apple came out with the iphone 
and BlackBerry like tried to maintain their presence. And then Android came out years after that, and they were already like way on the way down. Uh, they tried to save themselves with BlackBerry OS 10, which is a weird hybrid OS where it did not run Android, but you could run Android apps on it through uh, this Android compatibility layer because it had an Android uh, runtime library. Uh, and that just wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, so now uh, coming, well, in two days. Yeah, yeah, two days. Uh, everything running BlackBerry OS uh, is just not going to work anymore. You're not going to be able to connect to any servers. I remember when I worked at Consumer Cellular, um, before Google had their backup shit, right, where, where just everything's stored on your Google stuff. So you, you get a new phone, and you type in your shit, and then it just brings everything over, your text messages, your email, like everything. It's great. Love it. Uh, they had something called uh, Motorola had their own version of that before Google came out with it. And I can tell you, it's a pain in the ass uh, when stuff like that stops working because they were still sold at Consumer Cellular as like return devices that you could get for really cheap. And every once in a while, some idiot would sell it to a customer. And then they would call me up and be like, I can't get into my phone. Because when you started up the phone, it asked you to join Motorola's backup stuff, which the servers were down. And so you had to go through a complicated series of key presses to say, uh, basically put in Moto Blur off, but you had to press like, okay, press the caps lock key, then press the M, then press the caps lock key. And you had to go through this with a 65 year old lady <laughs> for 45 fucking minutes. And uh, then they got really mad at you when you're like, hey, you suck at phones. Please don't order this phone ever again. Uh, so anyway, the, uh, I I am the proud owner of a BlackBerry Bold and okay. a BlackBerry Classic. Um, so, and how how yeah, do you like them? It, I I if it wasn't for the fact that you can't update the Android runtime on the Classic or on any BlackBerry OS 10 device, uh, I'd probably still be using it as a daily driver. Interesting. Uh, so it does say that the effect. Uh, the effect of the end of support is detailed in the facts page. The former device maker is hosting a key change uh, is that the BlackBerry will no longer be sending out provisioning updates to these devices. Provisioning information provides details on how the devices should establish connections with different types of networking equipment, including cellular and Wi-Fi networks. As a result, uh, at some indeterminate point in the future, networking updates made by service providers will mean that the BlackBerry devices can no longer connect. As a result, BlackBerry says its devices will no longer be expected to reliably function, including for data, phone calls, SMS, and 911 functionality. Um, there are a handful of hardware services that relied on connections to BlackBerry servers in order to function. So if you relied on something like BlackBerry World or BlackBerry Link, 
those will stop functioning on the 4th of January. And not to mention, like, as someone who tried to use these phones a couple of years ago, uh, they already didn't work all that well anymore. Uh, If you wanted to get uh, Android apps that were compatible with BlackBerry OS X, you just had to download the APK and hope that it would work. It wasn't like... uh, Because at some point you could download them off of BlackBerry World and you'd have this nice curated market of apps that were known to be compatible. Yeah. But, yeah, it's sad. I I don't like it. But I don't like when things die. Yeah. Um, You know, because inevitably they're going to shut off the Xbox 360 servers and the Xbox One servers. And uh, I don't like that. It is not a good thing. And I wish that we could just keep them online forever. But... You know that's not going to happen because you know what 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 does this make up like point zero one percent of the market share now? Yeah, it, it makes and sense. The the other unfortunate part and the thing that I, thing that I hate the most is that uh, unlike with those platforms like like the Xbox 360s online, where I'm sure that somebody will make some kind of server emulator at some point uh, oh, if they haven't already. I would I would not um, be surprised. Like it, it'll be functionality rolled into like excellent Kai or something, but uh, you can't do that with these BlackBerry devices. There is no way to get past BlackBerry's hardware security uh, outside of finding a way to break it, and like nobody's gonna expend the effort on that. No, uh, really? like I I looked a couple years ago because I was trying really hard because the Android runtime on. Uh, the classic, at least, is Android 4.3. That's so. Old. Yeah, it's very, very old. Um, it could barely get I, I could barely get Telegram to work sometimes. Um, and that's just a fucking basic messaging app. It probably doesn't work at all anymore. Uh, and there's really no way of getting around the shit that's on these BlackBerry devices, especially the, the, like the bold, the bold's not even running BlackBerry OS 10. I think it's like BlackBerry OS eight. Uh, I might as well have a, it might as well just be a feature phone, uh, with how old it is, but I really liked it. It it even has a headphone jack, but yeah, these these things are just kind of stuck as what they are now. Uh, and that's just really unfortunate. And we're going to see that happen more and more uh, as development cycles get faster and like hardware cycles get faster. Yeah. It's Um, locked up. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think that my phone has five years of updates. The the Pixel Uh, 6. It is three years of OS updates and then two years after that of security updates, I think. Or maybe it's the other way around. I think you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, I know. I, think... I know it's partially. It, it's it's where you get OS updates for some length of time, and then you get security updates for the rest of the time. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'll probably change out my phone in two years anyway, because yeah, I'm yeah a... that's, that's the is... fucking consumerist culture that we live in. FOMO, fear of missing out. But we got one more story that I almost skipped. What we do? Uh, Shit, women, that's why I was talking so much. Yeah, women force change at Indian iPhone plant. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think I even posted that and I forgot you did. about it. You did. Uh, sick from bad food and crowded dorms. 
What? Yeah, not just bad food. Uh, food with worms in it. Well, I mean, that just adds additional protein. That's fine. I'm sure that's what somebody at Foxconn said. Probably. Uh, it says people living in the hostels always had some illness or another. Uh, skin allergies, chest pain, food poisoning. Another worker, a 21-year-old woman who quit the plant after the protest, told Reuters. Reuters? Reuters. 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 I've said that before. It's a dumb yep. name. Uh <laughs> Earlier food uh, poisoning cases had involved uh, one or two workers. Uh, it says we didn't make a big deal out of it because we thought it will be fixed, but now it affected a lot of people. So what exactly happened here? I'm uh, not going to read through the whole story here for the listeners. Well, essentially, uh, I mean, it, th this was a problem that was going on for a while. Uh, just factory workers at a Foxconn plant in Southern India uh, were putting up with honestly just inhumane conditions, like the, the kind of shit that we make fun of in Amazon facilities ramped up like times 20 um, like toilets that, that just didn't have water going to them. Uh, like I said before food that had worms in it. Um, essentially this came to a head uh, when somewhere around 250 workers uh, all got sick at once off of the tainted food, and they finally blew up. Uh, a bunch of workers decided to host a fucking protest, and that is not something that ever fucking happens in India, uh, in spite of the fact that these workers were getting paid... Uh, Less than what I make in a single day every month. Um, yeah. Yeah, that is... It's inhumane conditions, and obviously uh, it's it's bad, because we outsource all of the jobs over to companies like this, and then they pay them, what, 150 200 bucks a day? Or, uh, sorry, $140 a, day? a month. A month. I make... More than that, a day. Yeah, quite yeah, quite a too. bit more. Um, which is I think maybe uh, probably pr probably, but that's that's not enough to even in those countries that's barely enough to live on. Uh, and no. then they put them in hostels and and give them poison food. That's not cool. And they um, have to pay for that. By the way, they're they're they? not given they're not given living facilities by the factory. Uh, the they pay the factory rent. And and do. buy the food from the the factory. Now, so I, I do want to read through some of this because it sounds pretty dystopian. On December seventeenth, about two thousand women from the nearby Foxconn hostels took to the streets, blocking a key highway near the factory. Male workers, including some from the nearby auto factory, joined a renewed protest the next day. The Foxconn workers, uh, Foxconn workers, Reuters spoke to said. Reuters. Reuters. I don't know why I keep saying that. It's spelled weird. Reuters. Uh, police responded to the larger second protest by striking the male workers and then chasing and striking some of the women involved. Good. Uh, two workers and Sujata Modi, I think, uh, local union leader who had uh, interviewed workers toiled Reuters. Um, police detained 67 women workers and a local journalist confiscated their phones and called their parents with a warning to get their daughters in line. 
three of those detained local uh, union leaders and a lawyer who is trying to help those detained told Reuters. Uh, Reuters could not independently confirm the descriptions of the police response. Uh, so these these women are being treated humanely, a bunch of them, or humanely, uh, not humanely. Uh, the police come, and uh, instead of helping with the protest, they beat the men and women and then arrested them. Uh, <laughs> so it's nice to know that um, American uh, democracy lives on over there too, I guess. Uh, that's not cool. Uh, but what, what eventually happened? Did, did, was there good news? Uh, I, to a degree, uh, Apple shut down the factory to try to figure out what the fuck went wrong here. So, I mean, that is a positive. Uh, here's the other part of that though. And I'm not sure that, uh, this article mentions it. Um, it's only going to affect India. Yeah. Uh, because the reason that Apple even has a factory in India is to get around India's uh, import taxes. Oh, so right. They have a, they have massive tariffs on everything that come into the, it comes into the country. Uh, so it's a lot cheaper for India to put up a Foxconn plant there and pay 20 year old women $140 a month to put together iPhones to sell in India. Yeah, that's the we we spoke about that before that India has a pretty high import tax. And so because of that Apple had to put a plant there so that they could sell iPhones to uh India, which is a giant market. Uh bi literally billions of people there. Isn't it like a billion people in India, something like that? Uh, I want to say if they're not like they're they're like right up next to China in terms of population density. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking people in India. There are, yep. and there's probably like thousands who could afford an iPhone. Yeah, yeah uh, that's the other thing is they only sell iPhone SEs there. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, and that sounds like a joke, but like, I I, I think they do manufacture like the the more recent iPhones or the the nicer ones but they primarily like almost exclusively sell iPhone SEs because they're the ones that cost the least to manufacture. I, I, if I were to get an iPhone, like if I ever were to just want to play around with an iPhone or something that wasn't for work, uh, I'd probably go with the, the, the mini or an SE. Yeah. So those are well, the, the SE is the cheap option. That's... Exactly. I mean, it, whenever a phone, whenever an iPhone costs uh, half of the year's wages, you know, um, that's uh, kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is. And it says here, I don't know if they had the rupee, uh, but it, like, like what the, how much they were getting in dollars, you said was 140. Uh, yeah. One dollar equals 74.53 rupees. But it says at the uh, end, so they were getting they uh they are getting paid ten thousand five hundred rupees a month. Oh, okay. That is, I'm going to imagine not a lot of money over there. Uh, well, it is uh, you know, more than thirty percent higher than a minimum wage. Well, at least they're paying them higher than minimum wage. Was it better than some companies in the United States? Uh, it's so fucked up, man. It is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, I think capitalism has failed. Anybody else here agree? 
Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, thankfully, we're ending on this dour note. Uh, I would like to thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah, no problem. And thank no you crackles. for being... No crackles. Your new uh, uh, mic input thing is now working. Which one did you get again? The Wave XLR from Elgato. And it is, nice. without a doubt, one of the best decisions I've ever made in terms of uh, terms of purchases. I really like my Go XLR Mini. It's really good. I love but it. But can your Go XLR Mini do this? No. Yeah. No, it yes, cannot. it can. Oh. Can it? I, no, I no. I'm pretty sure. It... I no, the no, mini. the mini can't. You're right. No. Ha ha. You can't do it. I only spent two hundred dollars ah! on mine. You can't do this. Thank you for being here, Cyberpunk Monk. I, I don't have the the same soundboard that I don't know Vinny from Fine Sauce uses, so I can't do all <laughs> these same jokes that I've heard before. Well, the good thing is, I at least was able to uh. I was able to there change my voice a little bit by giving myself a lisp today. So we got that going on. Thank you for being here. We'll be back next week with more uh, news and stuff. Goodbye. If a lot of things happen next week that piss Reeton off, we'll start this podcast off with the sound of a steaming pot. I was, I was just thinking more like a Daffy Duck. Quack. <laughs>